the whole uh, thing about it was that we were supposed to be recording about basically the whole experience of being in quarantine and lockdown. That was the, the first EP. And, uh, you know, it was just at a time when nobody was really doing anything and we couldn't really go out and, you know, uh, it was just a more mellow time. And then things got a little hectic. And Andrew Kent hit me up and he was like, hey, you think we should do a second one? And uh, that's basically how that came about. And so then we tried to make it basically about the whole, about everything that started happening as things kind of started seeming like it was getting worse at the time uh, while we was all at home. So the EP was really made to represent the, that chaotic moment. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it, it was very chaotic, by the way, with um, just being here in Atlanta. Um, I actually got to go to one of those protests, and um, I definitely see how us sitting in the house in the protest um, really, really <laughs> exploded because we sit in that we sat in the house for so long. But also, that that's also one thing after listening to this EP is that I think that that was one of the focus as well is that you talk about basically you know about the protests and you know of course the police. So um, what 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 about what what is your take on what is going on in the world right now? Chris, let me know if you get that. Um, I mean, to put, sum it up in a word, I would say overwhelming. Um, That's a good word. It's just like, you know, <clears throat> with the COVID virus and police brutality has come to a head. But um, I think historically we know that police brutality has been a thing, but with technology, you know, it's definitely more broadcasted. So it makes it seem as though, you know what I'm saying, it's getting worse. That's, it's kind of hard to make a determination on that, but, you know, it's getting exposed for sure. So, you know, that, that you can look at it like, you know, that's a good thing, you know what I'm saying, considering the the historic situation. Um, but with COVID, uh, you know, we don't have the best leadership. COVID seems like it's getting worse. You know what I'm saying? Just saying it's so chaotic. It's, it's kind of hard to put it into words, but mm-hmm. uh, us, be, us being artists, you know, we can definitely analyze it and, and tell you exactly what's going on and our takes on it. Oh, you definitely. Yeah, so. or you definitely just how that. we feel about it. So that's really what that is expressing, too. I, I know for me, um, how I, my take on it is, uh, just like you said, I think it's the same word for me. It's definitely overwhelming. It's just been, um, for me, it's definitely something – it's just going to be part of history, and as well, it's just like it's not the norm, and it's something different, and we just got to live life knowing that it's not going to be the same thing every day, and we do got to fight for our justices when there is injustice, and, you know, it, it's, it's something a lot of different, you know what I'm saying? It's, um, just, just me sitting at the house, I've learned a lot about myself, to tell you the truth. I actually got the, I'm paying rent and actually being able to sit in the house that I'm paying rent for, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's something different. You don't have a choice right about now. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's, that's true. That was the whole thing. I mean, we we definitely, uh, I mean, I definitely had, too. I've learned a lot about myself just being at home, and um, but that's the thing, man. We just can't stop creating, and through all this chaos, we we had to put something out. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. And again, this 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 EP is fire as hell. Yes. Um, let's just go through the songs like so. Dead country. 
Let's talk about that song. How did that come about? How did Dead Country come about? So Dead Country, um, I produced that track, and I had sent it to Kent because I basically had told him I wanted to, um, I want the EP to open pretty intensely, so to speak. Um, but still sound like it has a, a bit of hope because the whole thing is at this point for me, I just felt like, you know, protesting and all that was is pretty much done with. Uh, we are in 2020. We in a new time. We people not really, uh, I mean, you know, it's just a different, it's just a different time. So I feel like to get what you want now is kind of, it's kind of time to fight fire with fire is really how I kind of felt. So I wanted that whole song to really express that anger. So it was just like, hey, we done. We really done with the protests and stuff. Let's just, let's just take it to them. Take it directly to them. However, Fact. whenever, you know. Fact. Um, but that's essentially what that was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I basically saw it as the same. And, you know, he came with the concept. Uh, you know, actually that beat, it went through a lot of processes because, you know, he sent, me, he sent me a version of it, and, you know, he wanted me to add some chords to it. But he was like, nah, these chords ain't hard, they ain't dark enough, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. don't symbolize that, that angst and the hope good enough at the same time. So I was like, you know, I kind of threw in the towel, but then he kind of revamped it, and then he uh, sent, uh, you know, the hook basically with it, and I was like, yeah, that's it. It was a little. It was a bit of a process, like trying to sequence the um, record, like with the hook, because it's got a lot of changes, a lot of sequence mm-hmm. changes in the song. But mainly that came from him, came from Lance. So, you know, basically when he, he laid that foundation, and I just came and put my parts on. You know, it, it was money, and um, not that particular song is my personal favorite Lance song that we've ever recorded. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. Because it just embodies, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just embodies everything that we strive to do. Like, you know, as far as not being too redundant, not being predictable, you know what I'm saying? It's got this type of emotion with this type of emotion. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, with the vocal styling, they're like different vocal uh, inflictions, and, you know, it's got like an A chorus, a B chorus, and. A bridge and then the second bridge. So it's like, but it's slow, but it don't sound like it's quite too much. It has a good flow to it. So, yeah. Most definitely. I was about to say my favorite song we've ever done. I was gonna say my buddy, my buddy. I already listened to it. I, I listened to it already, and I already knew it was fine. I let my buddy Elliot listen to it today, and uh, he was like, "Yo, play that song like three or four times." I was like, "Yo, hey, it's fire, God damn!" Like, yeah, hey, you would keep playing this over <laughs> and over again. But no, I was gonna say like, uh, um, I'm, so far a lot of people when I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm about to do this interview," and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, you should listen to this group." This is the first song that I played for him, and they're just like, "Damn." Damn, like this shit is this shit is fire, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I definitely think a lot of people agree with uh, they they definitely love this track that you have um, definitely first. Yeah, I mean it sounded like yeah, it was speak, it sounded like it was speaking for the entire you know generation. Um, it was everything that everybody was thinking is what that song entailed. You know, all of it. It sounded like it was frustration. It was anger. It was. Uh, you know, sadness at times, yeah. you know, all of your changes, you know, that's, it's, man, that song was fire. I'm going to listen to it again. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what we intended. Word, word. So we're going to get to this second one, the second song, my favorite word of all time, fuck out of here. How did you come up with that song? Yeah. How did you come up with that name for that song? <laughs> so, uh, so really, the whole song was like, that's, that was also came out of frustration. That came out of a couple different types of frustration. Frustration out of just not being able to create something new and frustration out of just, you know, the, the, uh, heaviness and the weight of just what was going on in the society. So it was really just on some, just fuck off. And I'm just like, everybody can just get the fuck out of here at that point. And that's basically how I kind of felt. You know, I was smoking, whatever. I decided to smoke. And then I just was like, all right, I'm just going to record something. So then I started recording that. Um, and I mean, that's how the name, you know, usually we pick names for songs, uh, basically like right before they come out because we just you never really know what what is really going to feel like mm -hmm. but we give them working titles of course but um but yeah that song i didn't necessarily want to call it fuck off anyway to begin with but that's just how i felt in the song and so then i sent it to uh kent and i was like well here i had already well i sent it to him he heard it and i was just like you know it's pretty easy to build off of that off of those feelings so of course when the album day came out to name it we just like yeah basically get the fuck out of here because that's basically what the, <laughs> the whole the whole thing is saying fuck out of here you know what i mean yeah um uh that was the actual first song that we recorded for the ep um and that mm -hmm. was like piggybacking off of the first uh installment of homebodies so it wasn't directly you know what i'm saying dealing with the um you know, the hardships of the current times, like right now. Uh, right. It was more broader as far as the subject matter. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, I think all the content that we put on here, you know what I'm saying, as far as the rhetoric, it's all, it's all been like angst. Kind of, yeah. That part, that portion of it is kind of like outside of us a little bit. Because mm -hmm. we're not really always that abrasive all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying, right. saying fuck 12 and fuck this, like, you know what I'm saying, being so... It's necessary now, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, this new project, you know what I'm saying, bought these emotions out of us. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And I, actually, it is my favorite song, to tell you the truth. Out of this um, EP, fuck out of here. It's really, that, that song is fire. So, the third yeah. one, the third one, we got Canine. How did that come about? <laughs> that one, you know, I had, we, while we, when we started getting the uh, idea for the whole EP and it started kind of building, you know, the way we work, once once the idea come together, it's pretty easy to just start building off of it because we definitely want uh, some things to be conceptual. And if it's not conceptual, then it has to, I mean, it at least has to work together. So while we was building this whole thing, of course, we had to make a song and uh, we were thinking about how can we make one about the Karens uh, of the world since everybody was saying that and I didn't necessarily want to say Karen but mm. I felt like I somewhat had to make it clear who I was talking about mm. I, in hindsight I feel like I really didn't but um, but then naming it K-9 was just perfect to me I was like I mean that's what they are this is basically police bitches <laughs> so, you know <laughs> they calling they calling the cops on everybody but that's that's basically how that came, and then Kent came with a 
versus roasting. So yeah, yeah, my whole thing was to like, you know, because if I ever see a can in real life, which I'm kind of looking forward to, I'm just gonna <laughs> tie your ass up like Fact. on some Atlanta <laughs> shit. Because I'm from Atlanta, yeah. you know what I'm saying I've been roasting my whole life. I done dished out some, so yeah. you know, I'm I'm good at it. And so you know, especially when you get made me mad. So and at the end of the day, you know. A lot of the Karens that I seen, like they they want that attention, but they they really just like deprived of like you know what I'm saying certain emotions like you know somebody really loving them and shit like that. Obviously they ignorant and they like naive to reality. Right. But so I had a line in there just roasting saying like uh, your husband's fucking hurt hurt because you're prematurely senile. <laughs> yeah, most of them are. Word word, and just like you know, just let them have it, like, exposing, showing themselves a mirror in front of them, so, um, yeah, that was my whole goal, just to roast their ass, you know what I'm saying, because, uh, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to bark this tree up. Uh, I feel that, <laughs> I feel that, I was about to say, all y'all Karens that are listening, if you are listening, I hope you're not listening, because we going to roast. We got people out here making music about you too, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all might be, need to be careful. <laughs> Just wanted to let y'all know. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> so, the next song that we have here is NFA. So, how did that come about? So, uh, for the. Uh, you're talking about NFA. How did, how did NFA um, come about? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna let uh, Kent talk about that because he produced that one. Oh, yeah, Lan had did, uh, the first three songs and I did the last two that's why, as far as the production. I mean, we all produce everything, but as far as the physical beat making. Mm hmm. But uh, as far as NFAC, you know, um, you know the vi- that viral video of um, that new organization, uh, Not Fucking Around Coalition, mm-hmm. where they had marched on uh, Stone Mountain, was it the 4th of July, I think? Yeah, I think it was the uh, 4th of July. So historically, obviously, Stone Mountain is the birthplace of the, uh, of the Klan, and it's the largest Confederate memorial that exists. So the fact that they, you know, decided to, you know, stake their claim and represent that, you know, say at that time, it really, it really encouraged me. It really like inspired me, and um, you know, I definitely, I'm definitely, I don't consider myself to be a tough guy, but you know, all these emotions that have been coming about, it's just like, man, like it's human nature to want to defend yourself exactly. if somebody's trying mm-hmm. to take your life and if you're being oppressed. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's only human nature. Why why would you not wanna, you know, fight for yourself and your loved ones? So, you know, that whole sentiment, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to I wanted to make a song that if if I was in that crowd marching with an A K or something, I wanted to these would be my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? And you know, the beat, um I definitely wanted to use like a sample of like a march of some sort. So I found one. I chopped the sample a certain way. It wasn't it wasn't really jamming like it like the final product. So I kind of had to rechop it and just make it simple, man. Because mm-hmm. like really we we um we like to practice like minimalism a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Less is more. Exactly. Um, in my in my eyes, in both our eyes. So you know the beat. It's not a lot to it's not a lot to the song, but you know what I'm saying it definitely it's impactful. I I feel like. Oh, no, I think it's definitely, a, well, it's not a lot to the song as far as just instrumentation, too, as a whole, but, uh, I mean, if you listen to the cadences and everything, that's basically 
Like, we killed the cadence on that. Bro. Facts. Yeah, like, Facts. That's, that's basically how the what we was aiming to do on there. But, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing. It was really inspiration from the NFAC, and, uh, and that's essentially what I was writing about. Like, that's the anger that you feel now. My cadence was good, but I think land cadence might maybe was better than mine on that. <laughs> Man, I'm nah, not. Nah, nah, nah. Kent went in on that one, though. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, both of y'all went off on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, I, I guess maybe on some rapper shit, like, you know, when you catch a good cadence on the song, but then, like, I don't know. I, maybe I wasn't quite expecting him to catch the cadences he caught. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe I think on beats like that, it's like, if you're a good rapper, which, which he is, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's just the beauty of it. Word. You never know how mm-hmm. somebody's going to come. You know what I'm saying? Word, word, word. So, yeah. So, we're going to get into the last song, and I see that it's an oppression party. How did, how did that come about? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Pressing Party, um, basically, um, we were just looking for a way to end it, the album, and we knew we wanted to kind of end it on a, a lighter note as far as um, hostile, hostile, hostile content, mm-hmm. but um, but still, like, evoke that same emotion. So, um, you know, I just thought, I just thought of some chords. That kind of uh, brought out that feeling, like it's re- really we was looking for like the same emotion of uh, like a, a all right by uh, Kendrick mm. type of type mm-hmm. of deal. And um, you know, when I finished the beat, and crazily enough, like I had thought of that hook, you know, um, kind of uh, memorializing uh, some of the victims. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I finished the beat, like the hook just kind of came to me. Like it wasn't really, it was kind of an instinctive thing, like. Oh, I won't forget the gun, forget Elijah. Mm. Like, it was one of those things where I just didn't even think that hard about it. It just literally came. Like, sometimes yeah, it happens like that. Sent me, as soon yeah. as he sent me that hook, too, I was like, this is hard as fuck. <laughs> so, then we started going in, and that's when we, we basically finished that song. Because, I mean, that's basically how it works. I I think both of our brains kind of work equally when it comes to if both of us come up with something like a really good idea that's unfinished but we send it to each other and it's it's automatically going to be finished because you know if the idea is good it, it just it just clicks word 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 I, I mean oh yeah one thing I was going to add was when it comes to doing like a song that's like essentially a shout out song I, usually I try to stay, stay away from it because you know I'm obviously not going to be able to name all the names especially all the fucking uh, victims of oppression through all these years and shit but you know i felt like you know for it to resonate for the times you know we we sort of did it justice and you know i think people are going to get the hint um yeah we definitely trying to go ahead so i could have fit more names now i would have but you know yeah yeah we definitely just trying to get this out let people hear because uh yeah, we definitely put some work into this. Word. It's obvious. Was, yeah, it's definitely obvious because I was about to say, man, um, this, this is this is definitely a good song, right? And I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a real huge critic of, like, when it comes down to listening to music and just being like, yeah, you know, I think you you should have did oh, something yeah. different and something like that. But, nah, real talk, this, 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 
I, I tell a lot of artists, when they do a really good job, we have to give you y'all flowers while y'all here, man. We can't just wait till y'all going to give you, right? This album deserves yeah. it, man, for real. Like, this, this is, this is yeah. definitely a five out of five album, man. I'm not gonna lie. I, I was, Absolutely. I've been jamming to this for like three days, man. So, <laughs> I, I'm always listening. No problem. I mean, I'm always looking to listen to new stuff, so I'm really, really impressed. Because even, even though, you know, most people are like, yeah, let me hear your music, and the first song you hear, you make it, it, it stops you from listening. But when we start from beginning to yeah. end on yours, it's just like, damn, <laughs> like damn. We've been yeah, we've been just vibing to this, like I said, for three days, man. So uh, I I just want to give oh, you yeah, a hand yeah, clap for you. that, and congratulations for that. This is a really fine album. Thank you, thank you. One thing we start to do, we do all our projects. You know, we just try to make it as cohesive as possible, and we wanted to essentially play like one song, basically, or just like one. One linear work of art, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't want to. Mm-hmm. We don't want to give nobody no reason to want to skip anything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? At least not for the first couple listens. So, yeah. You know, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Everything is exactly. exactly, and and uh, and and if anybody ever get a chance, listen to our debut album that we put out. We put out an album two years ago called "Don't Fucking Sleep," and it's uh, streaming. And uh, we got something else that we're working on right now that to be out very soon. Word, word. I was like, like hey, I was just listening to Atlanta So Lit. Yeah. You say you were just listening to Atlanta uh, So Lit? Atlanta So Lit. What'd you think about it? Oh, yeah. It was playing when we was playing in here. It's oh, different. All their music is different. It doesn't sound like the it doesn't sound like the music that you hear all, like, you know, at that you hear all day, every day. It's Word. different, so it catches your attention. But, oh, yeah, I can, I can ride to this. No, and that's 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 the point I was actually about to get into. Since well, I just wanted to get the album out of the way, but now we're about to get into Landrew for real. What is your inspiration behind your music? Like, it's two of you guys. So when you're, of course, you're making your own beats and stuff like that, It's di- like, like my boy Elliot said, it's different. So where do you get your inspiration from? Um, so... My original inspiration just come from uh, really all over. If you listen to um, the sound of our music close, you'll definitely hear some chords reminiscent of some Tyler music or Pharrell or uh, maybe some Kanye-type beats or something like that at some point. But uh, really, that's just the kind of... Uh, um, I mean, that's the inspiration. That's where I get my inspiration from, at least. And I know he get some of his from them, too. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we do definitely feed off of each other too. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, I feel like the biggest inspiration is life, obviously, but, you know, I was definitely inspired by, you know, all the people that he named. And, you know, I just realized that, you know, that's the type of music that resonated with me as just a, as a fan before I even start making music. So basically, I strive and we strive to, like, do our own versions of that. The stuff that we grew up loving and, and like trying to um, create those same feelings, you know. It's I, w- I was gonna say I was watching you live yesterday. Um, yeah, yeah. I heard I heard Kent say, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leak anything, but I heard Kent say one of one, you know Project Pack was one of his inspiration as well, and that song was fire right, as hell. Right. By the way, I was bouncing my head and everything at the house while listening to that song. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, no problem. It's, it's I mean, but. It's crazy because, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm a huge hip-hop head um, when it comes to this game. So, um, you know, I'm trying to be put myself in somewhat into the culture and, you know, try to help out. 
and it's like I like listening to different sounds and not the same sound. So for you to have this whole different sound and still be able to give your message is, is incredible. It's incredible. But most people can't do that. Yeah. Most people do. We, we have a lot of copycats in the game. There's nothing wrong with copycats. Don't get me wrong. But don't be a copycat and be bad at being a copycat. That's that's my problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's I, I again. That's why. That's why I asked. I was like, yeah. Let me see. Where's the inspiration? Because Pharrell is one of my favorite artists ever. So, and I heard that, like you said. Mm. And I, I mean, I was just like, yo. See, I love the beat. The beat matches the, the bars. Like, you can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. You can't beat that. So, yeah, a lot of people have told us, I mean, I hear, I hear this, I've heard this at shows before, but people would tell us that we are whole vibe. And I've always, that. that's sticking my head for so, so much because I, I just think about it and I'm like, technically it is if you play these albums in the way that we intended. Exactly. Um, it's just a vibe that's created, you know what I mean? No, that's, that's, that's facts. That's facts. I mean, like, we were sitting here, we were playing Madden. We had to pause for a second. <laughs> we had to pause for a second. We were like, yo, yeah, man. He was like, yo, let me say, 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 say what I think he just said. Like, it works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it, it, it is a vibe. Like, it, that's literally the greatest, I mean, the best term I can really put to it is it's definitely a vibe. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you this question. What is the – what is – the life and the day of Landrew in the studio. Like, where, where do you start from to where do you end where the, the song is absolutely done? Hmm. You want to take that? Yeah, yeah. Or you want to tell, yeah, tell your process, basically, because it's kind of split up. Okay. Uh, yeah. Definitely, unless we do, unless we go in the studio with just nothing. But... I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. with this project, you know, we basically... For this project in particular, you know, he sent me the first three ideas for the first three songs, and then, you know, I didn't. I tell you, I'll be honest, I didn't do any writing for none of the verses. Mm. I can I can say that. That's you know, it was all punch-ins. I didn't necessarily freestyle. No people say that. You know what I'm saying? But it's like all punch-ins, you know. But um, so yeah, like he sends the ideas, and I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying? And then initially, I was uh telling him, like, look, I think you should do all the beats, you know, for the album, like, you got, you got the vibe for the project, so, you know, but he was like, nah, you need to, like, bring it home, it's got to be out, both for our production, it won't be Landry, it's not both of us, so, you know, I cooked up the last two, but basically, you know, uh, like I said, he had, like, the foundation now to come, like, lay my verse, and then he might come behind and, like, put some more ad-lib behind a hook or something, or he might add, uh, his verse, he might not have a verse on this particular song, but a hook, but then he'll add his verse after I do mine. Um, but, I mean, it's it's pretty much a seamless type of thing. I mean, we have songs that we've recorded that haven't seen the light of day, and um, it's been like a process, but I guess the biggest thing is no one song is the same, and that's how we approach it. Like, Facts. Some songs yeah. we can knock out in like 20 minutes, but some songs we have to like come back to, or some songs scratch like that shit didn't work out but we very yeah. like we try to be as, fair, as experimental as possible you know? yeah um, I definitely don't like to I don't necessarily like to rush it um, but yeah that's basically what we do kind of shoot beats off each other and the whole writing and not writing thing that just kind of go either way depending right. on you know the whatever we doing or whatever vibe we feeling in the studio you know um, but 
uh, there's just no, as long as the song is coming out good, that's basically what we care about. It just got to make sense, basically. And, you know, it's important to note that uh, Land recorded and mixed this entire project, so. Oh, man, yeah, this project, we definitely, this is all hands-on with. Yeah. So, well, with you saying that, what you saying that, are you used to, like, having a producer do it for you, or uh, something that you pay for? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we normally we we normally because of this times, you know, we've been reduced to certain things, but mm-hmm. um, and it's not necessarily a reduction. It's just you know different ways of doing things, and it's all good because we all uh, pretty much know what's going on. But like our normal guy, we just it just hasn't been able to work out as easy right now. So uh, that's basically the route we had to go with these uh, with the two homebodies project. Gotcha. And that's basically kind of play into the whole concept of it. That was that was basically what we intended it to be. Yeah. I, I was about to say, man, was boy, this sounds mixed and mastered by like Dr. Dre. Like tell you the truth, like it, it's no, there's no skip, no skips or anything. Like, but you know, you need, like now, nah, real talk. Like when you're when you listen to independent artists, like you know, some people you have to tell them like, yo, like you have to get this mixed and mastered, and then they'd be like, yeah, it is mixed and mastered. And you're like, yo. All right, man. Yeah, like you tell that man, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna never go back to the engineer no more again. Now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, being in quarantine brings out the best in people sometimes. No, that's facts. That's facts, yo. Like that's that's why I just like, you know, because I, I mean, that people ask, they they ask me, they're like, yo, how do you like my song? And I'm like, yo, if you really, you want the truth or you don't want the truth? Which one you want? And I'm like, yo, I want the truth. Right. And I'm like, all right, yo, real talk, you got to work on this, this, this. They're like, man, you hating. Uh, all right, yo, I'm hating, whatever. <laughs> like, but no, it's, uh, that's why I just said, like, when I was listening to this, it it, it, it just, everything, I'm going to listen to Whole Bodies, the first one. I'm Just off of this. Like, off the second one, I'm going to listen, I'm going to just go back. But um, it was just, it was mixed in a way, in a way into, into storytelling, for real. Like, I mean... There wasn't nothing. It never skipped a beat whatsoever. So I mean, it's it, it, it was. That's why I say, yo, you, you, with you just doing that by yourself, that's impressive. That's really impressive. I, yeah. I I've seen people do that, and I, and I haven't I haven't seen artists do that a lot. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and I, again, this is me giving you congratulations because that's that's amazing. That's really amazing. Oh yeah, thank you. No problem. Um, yeah, so yeah, we just yeah, we just. Oh, go ahead, my bad. Any means, really. Of course. And you got to yeah. do it. You got to do it, man. And I, yeah. Trust me, I know. Podcasting ain't easy, neither. <laughs> so, um, let me let me just say this. Um, with with your artistry, which you being being so unique to what your sound is, do you do you have a lot of people that's featured on some of your music, or do you kind of just stay to people around that's kind of in your realm of the way you make music? Um, did you say featured on Yes, music? features. Yes. Uh so I mean we we got people that uh we mess with that um that kinda do similar sound that have featured on our music. We definitely are looking to feature with more people too. But um but yeah, most of the time we just kinda make stuff if we feel like a feature like, you know, I'm me personally, if I think they got a good voice or a good delivery I really look for something that's kind of standing out a little bit different too, because I like to put kind of sounds with um, hip hop beats that that's not really heard as often, um, and it's really kind of hard to find those people underground. Um, but at least for me, but uh, not facts. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, believe it or not, I'm willing to work with anybody. Um, 
I definitely look for the uniqueness like Land said too, but I feel like everybody kind of has their strong points, and I feel like I, me mm-hmm. as, as a producer also, I'm good at like highlighting strong points. Gotcha. So like, if you like uh, good at writing hooks or you're good at you know the triplet cadence, you know, say so I can make a beat that kind of highlights the triplet cadence, or you know, what I'm saying I try to give you a style. This style is like considered more typical. I can like give you a style that that's different that maybe feels typical or doesn't feel like it's too obscure. You know what I'm saying? But um, I mean, vocal tones is a big thing. You know, if you got like a unique tone, like as a vocalist or or as a singer or as somebody who just raps, I mean, that's that's just money. That's like a a dream of anybody who creates music. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I mean. Definitely down to collab, especially somebody with some, has a similar kind of palette, you know, somebody who un- understands. Because I've made a lot of beats for people over the years. If they just didn't get it, they, you know, just let the beast collect dust or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put a lot of energy into what I make, so, you know, it's, it's kind of yeah. a sensitive thing, but. That's um, another reason, kind of how Landry came about with people not really doing nothing with the production that we already had given them. I mean, you already know what most of the Atlanta sound mm-hmm. sound like, but you know, we. Facts. I mean, <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think you guys sound like from like that Atlanta sound though. Like it's not that. It's not the same. It's not the same, and that's not a bad thing uh, because a lot of Atlanta music all sounds the same. Um, right. It's got that same. It's got that same beat with the same 808s. Uh, it's it all sounds the same. You guys don't sound like the, that that traditional Atlanta sound. Now, the I'm not gonna. You don't sound like the Atlanta mainstream sound. Now the now the underground mm-hmm. sound that you hear when you go, to, you may catch. I can guarantee I'll probably hear one of your songs at an EDM concert. Definitely, I could definitely hear uh, your song played while people are just dancing and enjoying themselves, and then. You hit them with the deep lyrics, and yeah. now everybody's sitting there thinking, like, wow, did, he, did they really just say that? Like, I can't believe that they just said that on the song. Play that back. Play that back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a, a friend of mine, um, yesterday, a friend of mine, uh, I asked her uh, what she was giving me her take on the album and shit. She was just saying, like, how she was, like, emotionally, like, twerking. Crying and twerking. I've never, I've never heard that one. Emotionally twerking. Wow, that's different. (laughs) It sounds almost like an entanglement. That's what she was saying, like, like shed tears and shaking hands at the same time. Oh man, that's that's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's goat shit. Only goats can do that, man. Like, yeah, I've never heard that one, yo. It makes them even come up with the emotion that nobody even had. You know what I'm saying? Emotional twerking. (laughs) I'm gonna have to take that one. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna tag y'all in it, but I'm gonna take. I'm about to take that one. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so, what? Uh, one thing that I ask a lot of artists, you know, especially being an independent, you know, um, a lot of people have goals that they want to reach. Either stay independent or actually go major. Um, with 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 that, what are some of your goals that you actually want to reach um, with actually being in hip hop? Uh. It's a lot bigger than what you are hearing, uh, honestly. But it all begins with the music. Music is always in the dream. Mm-hmm. And um, 
there's a lot of bigger goals uh, beyond just, you know, uh, producing or something like that. But when I say production, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at uh, me and Lance, me and uh, Kent doing, you know, movie scores and TV show uh, things and stuff like that. Like, that's, that's basically the level that I'm trying to get up to, too. Uh, and at the same time, put out dope albums and dope projects and keep experimenting and everything like that. Uh, as far as a record deal, not necessarily because, I mean, everything we do, it's going to be a whole different kind of deal. Uh, we definitely are independent artists and probably will stay that way uh, and make sure that everything is ownership. Because if you, if you look at everything we do, it's mostly us, about 80%, maybe 90 percent of what you see as far as promo and all that stuff being done mm-hmm. is us it's just it's all us so we try to keep it that way um but you know i'm never opposed to a team and that's what we trying to do too is keep building keep building the team too as we go true 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 yeah i say it's like fucking 98 percent us yeah whoever we have to partner with whoever wants to you know finance us or you know do some type of partnership deal like we have to have they can't they can't have control of anything like just our whole aesthetic mm-hmm. is us we think of everything right you know what i'm saying from 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 uh, captions from uh colors of this photo and like uh yeah. sequencing like some records everything literally everything yeah. so i mean who i mean we, we definitely can't have like a typical deal We'll be shooting ourselves in the foot, to be honest. Right. Nah. Yeah, so I would never. Uh, I'm trying to think of something bigger, something new, or some kind of deal, because we are part of Dashmo, which is the company that we basically created. And Dashmo Records is who we signed to, us, basically. So. Oh, just, shit. It's on myself, nigga. It's all us and all that. So. Word. Nah, I respect it. I respect it. I mean, I think... Just, I mean, that's what a lot of us, I mean, uh, just artists, anybody that's in into any type of, I, I say, entertainment, um, writing books, anything. Like, we, we, we've seen the mistakes that the OGs have made, and we're seeing what they're going to. And I think the biggest thing that we need to learn, the, I, I, the biggest thing I've learned, especially like one of my favorite artists, Lil Wayne, is I need to own everything I got. Real talk. Yeah, I, I got and you. That's, and that's basically that's basically what we try to do. Like every single thing we do, since especially since we do so much, mm-hmm. we have to own it all. Like we just have to. And whatever deal that they try to do with us, you better believe that we're gonna be on top for it. So, nah, that's facts. That's facts. I, I mean, because they ain't trying to go to court. They ain't, I ain't got time to be talking to no judges. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. One question, you know, I'm, I'm, I keep saying one question, but I'm going to ask all the questions. But one, one, one question I have to ask is um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to immerse myself in the culture. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I'm, I'm the culture's, you know, intellect, as they like to call themselves, or like in the Hall of Fame or whatever, the, the OG, the woke in the culture. But um, one thing that I always want, to, want people to know is that when you come into a culture, you have to respect the culture. You always got to respect the culture, no matter what you do. Um, one thing I, I have to ask, what is something in the culture that you don't like when somebody comes into the culture? Or what do you... 
or, or, or something you just don't like, like in the culture at all. Like, what, what is that? What is that? See, my definition of a culture vulture is somebody who stirs the pot. Mm. Somebody who perpetuates mm. negativity. Um, like a DJ Academics. DJ Academics oh, is Lord. the first version of we, that we've ever seen of it. And I'm sorry if you like DJ Academics, I know this. No, I hate, I hate I, him. Man, I, we, I, we hate him here. <laughs> we hate him at the modern crowd. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, I will keep, if I ever see him, I'll keep the same energy. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Just to be clear. But, yeah, just like that, it's like no people with no integrity. Like people who stir the pot, stir negativity. Like, you know, somebody had tweeted the other day, like, somebody probably died as a result of, like, you posting this person's uh, issue uh, by this artist and, you know what I'm saying, all the back and forth, you know what I'm saying, it's entertaining, you know, we all human beings, we like to see drama or whatever, mm-hmm. from time to time, but at a certain point, like, man, like, like how could you how could you sleep at night if you just stirring the pot and perpetuating this negativity, it's so much like, it's so much, so many good things that's going on as well, like, that's just as interesting to me, Facts. you know what I'm saying, like, I imagine, like, for somebody who's not that deep into artistry, they probably wouldn't be entertained by the same things that I am, but, like, talking about, like, how beats are made and shit like that. But, exactly. I mean, it's, 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 so many good, it's so many good, like, people who interview artists who, like, keep it positive, and this shit is, like, I, I take so much from, from it because I love watching interviews. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? That's, I feel like that's why I learned the most about the music industry is through an artist interview, so right. like if you remain positive and don't ask them about this bullshit, you know what I'm saying, something that's uh, legally pending, you know, type shit, yeah. <laughs> then, you know, <laughs> that could cause a problem, but if you remain positive, then you can learn something from it. So that's my big thing. No, that's a fact. That definitely bothers me, too, in the culture. Um, also, probably just not having knowledge about things that I think they should have knowledge about. Mm. If you're going to do it, I just feel like you, where's the research or where's, you know what I mean? It's just a lot of people that's in the game who just want to be in and you know, it's it's all for fame or just clout or whatever. And that's all good, but you still going to have to back all that clout up with something, with some talent or with some kind of knowledge or something. So that's what be killing me. And that's why you'll see people, um, I mean, in this day and age, all the, uh, internet will have, you know, they can have a million followers, but you still, they're not popping enough. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> no, I be so. they'll, they'll be have a million followers and be eating, eating ramen noodles at the crib in a box. You know what I'm saying? But, right. You know, it's, right. it's, it's crazy. I mean, I love that you bring up the point about DJ Academics. I hate this dude. Um, only because, like, one of my, one of my biggest idols has always been Nipsey Hussle. And, um, he, he said one of the most realest things ever. He's like, yo, this guy wants to talk about, no, I don't want to hear the positivity in your music. That's not what I want to hear. I want to hear you talk about bang, bang, shoot, shoot this person. I'm going to run up in your hood. Like, bro, we don't want to, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's entertaining wow. to hear for the entertainment world. Right. But, like, people are really losing lives out here, for real, for real, over that. And you, all you're doing is for a few views and, and some money, and another person's life has been lost because they really lived that life. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hate right. that. I hate that. Um, uh, I mean, and just like with trap music, I love trap music, but I can only listen to a certain point because for me, mm-hmm. it's like you can start off at trap, 
but you have to elevate. If you don't elevate, then you've been doing the same thing over and over. You've been taking Percocets for 20 years, dog. Like, come on now. Like, yeah, at least move right. move on to something else. Like, yo, <laughs> like, right. it's, it's, it's just yeah. really, it's really depressing for me when it comes down to this culture because I'm just like, man, it's like, we're telling, we're, we're telling our own, yeah. the people in this culture, yeah, yeah, this is nice, but we're not telling you yet. You know, it's only good for, it's only good for a while, but you need to be able to level up. You, you, basically, the next level right. is to level up, but you're not telling me that. So that's yeah. that's one thing I, mean, I, I hate think, about the culture. I think a lot of it is a, a lot of it. I think is a quick money grab too. Right. Like if you just look at some of the artists that come out or whatnot. I mean, people just come out quick and then, you know, come and get that money, drop a couple hits. You might not hear too much from them anymore. They're no, they making money doing shows and everything, but. You know, not fast. It only takes That's one not, song. This is not who we trying to beat up. Yeah, it only it's takes more of a longevity song. and more of a, a timeless music type thing too. Now I was gonna say, Elliot, you make a good point. It only takes one song, and that should be putting this all out for everybody broke. So, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. We I mean, just one thing that I always talk this. about too is like, you know, with us, like, or any artist who like produces themselves and records themselves and makes themselves, like, that should be it. The, the labels like dream come true because like Word. you ain't got to pay an engineer mm-hmm. well you might have to pay like a, a mix engineer but you ain't got to pay an engineer to record all the time like your, your, your album budget is going to be a lot less because the artist is yeah. so like so famous right. you know what I'm saying and yep. so I feel like you know, we like a we like a, a label's number one traffic <laughs> facts <Yeah. laughs> that's a great way to put it so <laughs> This is Landrew. If y'all not listening, y'all need to y'all need to start listening for real, for real. Like, um, they got a new fan in me. That's for sure. Yo, you just earned a new fan. He just said this live on air for you. He just said that you uh, you he is a fan of y'all. But in y'all, the rotation, appreciate it. Definitely in the rotation. Yeah, yeah. I, one thing I wanted to tell you, since you know it, it is it's, it is COVID nineteen, and people don't believe in masks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. I really, I really want y'all to come by, come by HQ, the secret location that we don't tell anybody. But um, and come sign our wall and definitely have another interview with us for a show, man. We we got to talk some more. We got to definitely talk some more in person, drink some beers, just talk oh, about what's sure. going on in life for real, for real. Oh, for sure, for sure. But hell yeah, we definitely got to do this. Yo, Mo, well, facts, facts. We gonna do that soon. We gonna do that soon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure we get that, get that going. But. Before we leave this podcast, we always have one question for everybody. Big year Tupac, man. Who 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 is in, who is who is better and why? Better again? Who is that? Who is better between Big and Pop? Who is better between Big and Pop? It's, as far as just rapping or rapping, rap, if, if you if you had if you if you had to be this is your this is your label now and you have to pick a draft pick between these two, who are you picking and why? Me, <laughs> me personally, I'm probably, I'm probably picking Biggie because uh, Biggie just is a big dude with a whole bunch of charisma and too much swag. So it's just too easy to, to, to it's a great sale. It's like a surprising sale because people just really going to be like, oh, this man really spitting too, though. You know? Oh, word, word. He, and he admit he admit that he <laughs> ugly in his song, so like he yeah. just is gonna fuck with him off of that anyway. So you know, word word word. Man, 
I just thought of a crazy analogy. Hopefully <laughs> it's not considered uh, offensive, but I would say Biggie, Biggie would be like truffle. I didn't think truffle, like truffle butter. <laughs> out of truffle. Okay. It's like hot wings. Ah. Everybody love hot wings. Wait, 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 wait. Flat, flats or flats or drums? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's always the that's, question. That's an Atlanta thing. <laughs> Black God, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, I definitely sit there and eat drums, though. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Pots is both. I mean, I think Pots' impact, you know what I'm saying, was undeniable. He was just, like, more than an artist. Like, you know, I, I mm-hmm. think Pot was a great actor. Mm. Maybe, maybe oh, yeah, a, better, he definitely. a better actor. He was a phenomenal actor. Facts. That's yeah. a fact. Fucking, um... And then, like, how he spoke with so much conviction and, and, and his songs, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it was a dude who was, like, in his mid-20s, like, with, with the heaviness of his voice. Out of, like, but Biggie, Biggie's flow is just like, man, like, he one of those cadence creators. Right. It's like, who else got, like, a Biggie cadence? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, that's a fact. You know, that, that nigga, he just floated on beats, bro. He was too smooth. Yeah. 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 He had basically two albums that, you know, down there had the same impact that Pop did with how many he had, you know, so that's another way that I look at it. But, you know, the short answer I say is Biggie, too. But, you know, Biggie, I've definitely been relating to a lot of Pop rhetoric, you know, in these times, you know. No, that's but, a fact. Uh, his rhetoric has always been 100% real and yeah. still relevant. Exactly. So, you know, <laughs> if, if Pop was here now, then... Who knows, like, where we'll be as a culture? Who knows? Who knows? You know, saying what type of energy we'll put out, you know, towards our oppressors, even more so. Uh, so, Pac can be out here with Phil Mike right now. <laughs> He'd be proud of your music, that's for sure. He'd definitely appreciate that sound that y'all put out and in, in talking about what everybody wants to talk about, but don't have the platform to do so. I always ask people that because, you know, a lot of people say Biggie and Pop, you know, and I, I always ask them that question and they never can explain it. I just love to hear people's different perspective. It just shows that everybody has a different perspective when they listen to music. So that, that's, that's, that's the yeah. reason why I ask. But a lot of people just say, Tupac? And I'm like, yo, why Tupac? Uh, uh, I'm like, all right, yeah, I ain't even trying to hear what you got to say anymore. But, like, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's why I ask. But. I just, before we leave, before we leave off this interview, and again, I just want to thank y'all for blessing this mic. Well, actually, blessing my phone. Then, when y'all come here, you're going to bless yeah, the mic. Yeah. But um, go ahead and let everybody know where they can find you and uh, what platforms they can listen to your music on. Uh, yeah, you can uh, find us on um, IG, at Landrew Cummins. That's L-A-N-D-R-E-W-C-O-M-I-N. Landrew coming, Landrew coming. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, my IG handle is at Landlee, L-A-N-L-E-E-Z-E. And then... Yeah, mine is uh, at King Andrew Kent. King, spelled like King, and then Andrew. Like Andrew and Kent is uh, K-E-N-T. Um, and that's my Instagram and Twitter handle. Um, I'm on that bench every day, so, you know... <laughs> I'm gonna definitely see it. Um, and then, and then, 
when y'all, uh, anytime we release something new or something coming out or we got an announcement or whatever, anything is always going to be on the dashmo.com. E-A-T-E-A-S-H-M-O. The dashmo.com. So. The dashmo is an acronym, uh, doing art, staying hungry, motivating others. Ooh, that's, that's what that's no stand for. Ooh, that was fire. Doing art, staying hungry, motivating others. That's a ball. Y'all, y'all got to make a Dashmo song if you haven't done it already. Say it again, my brother. We actually, if you haven't if you haven't made a Dashmo song, you got to make one now. That was a bar. Yeah, uh, Dashmo song. Yeah, y'all got we actually it. did do one. It's an old one, but uh, oh, we yeah. actually do. We do for a new one though. <laughs> oh, say no more. We all make that. I got. I, well, I'm gonna be first one to listen to that from shows. That I was like, ooh. When you said that, I said, ooh, that was fire. That was fire. <laughs> I like that shit. But all right, well, y'all make sure y'all follow them on Instagram, and of course, you know, this interview is going to be on the themoderncrowd.com and all the streaming platforms. Y'all make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, the Modern Crowd. Without a note, because there ain't no zeros, and I came up with this, like, what, yesterday? Yeah, I came up with that saying yesterday, so it sounds kind of fire, you know what I'm saying? Because I only came up with it for real. But um, y'all make sure y'all follow me on Modern Crowd, and uh, I'm not on it every day, but holla, you know what I'm saying? And um, that's pretty much it. That's it, you know, the Modern Crowd podcast. Make sure you check it out. Yeah. Elliot sitting over here. Shout out to Modern Crowd. Shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate it, man. Shout I appreciate out to Modern Crowd. Yeah, we, I appreciate that, man. appreciate Got my boy Elliot here. Man, shout out to Landrum. Boy, he a fan of y'all, yo. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to get this man a t-shirt. Like, he, 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 he fucking with y'all. I need a Dashmo t-shirt. Hey, we working on all that. <laughs> I, need the, all that. I need the Dashmo t-shirt because that, that, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, right we there. got some crazy things planned. Crazy things planned. So. Look forward to hearing more from you. Listen, bitch, we just tried to flip the script. Things on fire, get equipped. Now admire this intense moment. Cops don't stop until we start to pop, pop, pop. We're here now, bitches, knock, knock, knock. Be clear now, we don't want to lie, homie.